millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The gorgeous punch, and then the music begins, doesn't it? As a bond, and he jumps, sort of just dives, doesn't he? Like a swimming pool dive out of the through the the wood wall. Okay, John will say, and he's right. How on earth does Hip know that he's there? What? There is a line. There is a line that he says something. I can't remember what it is, but he says, "Owns this, owns this place." Something like that. Yeah, something like that. We knew you'd be here. Like he always does this to people who pose as Scaramanga with third nipple and then don't kill them in his garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done this before. I mean, you say about a criticism, but I think I've, I've said it already. But in terms of, to me, beforehand, there was a really nice mystery going on to this film about the Scaramanga plot. The minute that they get on the Saint Elizabeth and um, they have the Solix Agitator. And then it's all this contrivance about high fat. It's like a different film then for me. It become it. I'm not interested in the mystery because there is no mystery. That story has completely fallen flat, and you have to watch it through different eyes from that moment. Then you have to decide. Right, I'm just going to watch this and have a laugh. And if you decide it at that, you can actually enjoy it. Thank you very much. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having your laugh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fell right into that then. Um, no, no, no. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, I think that that's the thing is, is that I can pick apart this all now. It's too obvious. It's babyish to pick apart it apart now. We may as we may as well just like just laugh at how absurd it is and enjoy talking about it. To be honest. Hip is there, and the girls are there, and then again another f- scene that people will hate. You know, the, the Fleming fans will hate this. The Timothy Dalton fans will probably hate this. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the kung fu, the kung fu, the girls stand back, girls, and, and then. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't understand why anyone would. 
Like, if you're this far into this film, this is a fun scene. It's nice. Yeah, 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 you, the fact that it's the girls who beat the shit out yeah. of these guys who are yeah. at this karate place. It's great. Both. And it's nice to see, like, yeah. oh, like Roger thinks he's so hot, you know, the stand-back girls. Actually, no. And there's, it's, it, obviously some of it is played for laughs when you, when you get, you know, like, having melons smashed on their heads <laughs> and things. You know? yes. But... <laughs> Oh, it's always entertaining. <laughs> and like like I've said before, with Q not being in Live and Let Die, if you look at the bigger picture of the series, you do want variety. You want these moments. You want difference. You want um, bond in different situations and characters affecting him in different ways. You can't have every film the same. You've got to have new new things, new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> It was meant to be a serious point. <laughs> and then you just got the image of... Yeah, the cross-eyed guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. like extras, aren't there? Well, they presume the real people, like farmers, just watching the scene, have you noticed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, obviously, like, real people just there, weren't they? Was so good. But when that music kicks in, my word, oh. when, he, when Bond runs. Yeah. It's those notes that Stephen was mentioning. Incredible, yeah, until he just chucks him like incredible strength and more, just chucks this guy into this river. It's the same guy that's had his nuts smashed, it's the same one. I hadn't realized, yeah, yeah. So he gets back up. (laughs) It's not the melon over the head guy, is he? But he's the one who's had his, yeah. Uh, But then, yeah, he he, he picks himself up, dusts himself down, runs onto the bridge, (laughs) gets awaked and thrown into the river. Yeah, I've I've always remembered the way he wriggles in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twists and flips. Like yeah, a, yeah. A salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it when they were filming this that they realised that Roger couldn't run? Oh. <laughs> if you, if you, there's a couple of scenes, but basically they managed to film, now, obviously, Live and Let Die. And then when they were filming that him running across the bridge, I think, when he's escaped. I can picture the run now. He went. I think it's Cubby Brock. He went. He looks like he's running with a stick up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and they thought he can't run. He, he, he's, he's in his defence, like is he still barefoot for this? And some of the shots, the the the, the longer kind of um, longer shots, it's uh, his double is doing the run. You can see the difference between him running like quite wooden. You know, he's like, oh well, was he like? He's in his forties, wasn't he? Forty yeah. five, something like that. And then you cut to his stunt double running, and he's got this much more athletic guy running along. But if you watch, it's brilliant. And then from then on, if you watch Roger Moore it run, I always wait, wait for Roger Moore running. It's either him for a second, or it's his double. It's a long, wide yeah. shot. Is it a bit like the two examples I'll give? You know, on You Only Live Twice when. Um, like Bond flips over onto the uh, down onto the like those soft things, and then Sean Connery emerges from behind. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And also on Naked Gun when he <laughs> goes into the apartment and does like flips and everything, and then <laughs> Leslie Nielsen appears a bit from behind. Him. The thing is, though, when when you audition, you know, people for Bond, I assume they don't ask you to run. Like, show us your run. Like, imagine in, like, a little audition room, like, doing widths from wall to wall. Yeah. Like, what's his run like? Yeah, the bleep test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do a 100-metre sprint. Yeah. Now it's well, just, maybe can you do. run like Tom Cruise in uh, Mission Impossible, yeah. please? <laughs> yeah. But he was, he was already a 
action stars in TV. Yeah. But yeah, he looks so. I mean, with that, it's. I'd, he he lets the girls get him first, shuts the door behind him. That's why Hip drives off. But he looks so slow trying to run after that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A real puff about him. Huff yeah, even puff. if they were driving at five miles an hour, he <laughs> no chance catching up. Yeah, another famous one of the silliest bits in the whole franchise. Why does Hip not give Bond a lift? I can't remember what. Is there an official explanation for it? Or? He thinks that he's got in, doesn't he? Yeah, it's when I watched it recently, it looked like he thought. Bond was in the car and he sets off because he says something like we, I don't know what he says but he says something like you know we're ready to go or he shouts something that suggests he's under the impression Bond's in the car because you didn't need them at all then did you if they're not going to take him away <laughs> no just, you just wanted just Bond to escape to this boat scene and that it's just for the gag of the girls are actually better at karate than Bond isn't it really and for kung fu and I'm glad it happens yeah the guy is an idiot <laughs> what er- what number of error are we on from oh, hit now? Four is it four or five? I don't know. Any <coughs> yeah. Sacked <laughs> after this mission. We then get a boat chase, which is uh, again on location. Bond, first of all, when he gets into it, he has a uh, he uses the the motorboat propeller, doesn't he? And apparently, this was an idea they had on set because when they were trying to use the boat, it was so dangerous. This thing, they said, goodness me, that could, you know, take your eye out with that. Like, oh, well, that's a good idea. We could. Get Bond to sort of. <laughs> Wait. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't really understand the joke. You know what you might call a Mexican screw up, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> who? They don't even so, speak again, English. They don't, it doesn't matter. More, it's like it sounds like a joke. Yeah, it yeah. Makes no sense. It has a punch. Yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't work. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he's on he's on board the, the again on the river, gorgeous uh, through Thailand, and then we again just so many amazing things are going. This boy now, who presumably must be dubbed again. I'm, I'm hoping he's dubbed. I mean, it sounds like a, a middle aged woman, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty lady. <laughs> yeah. Forty bar. Forty Yeah. You are very handsome man. Forty bar. <laughs> Bloody twist! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Imagine that appearance of a character in a film today. Yeah. <laughs> so with an awesome bond, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, It'd just shock audiences, wouldn't it? So much. I'll tell you what, I'll give you that, but it's just it's class. Just think about the audiences taking this in though, this setting yeah. these the 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 clongs that they call the river. Yeah, these this boat chase all you know wearing karate gear. <laughs> <laughs> So you know it's like one thing after another, like your senses have been bombarded without all this and then JW Pepper appears. It's just absolutely ticking every box of entertainment, isn't it? It's just too good. question here. So JW Pepper is I think it's fair to say widely unpopular with a certain type of Bond fan now. I don't know how you guys feel. I, I don't particularly hate him. I think it's, it's quite a good performance from Clifton James. But the fact that he's brought back for this film, now it's, it's, not, it's obviously set in a different country, so they really have to shoehorn him in. The fact that he's <laughs> brought back mean, must mean that he was 
praised and liked in Living Let Die. <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he must Give the people what they want. Time, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no other explanation for him being there other than people liked him last time, so we'll bring him back. So it's funny how tastes change then that he was yes. must have been so popular at the time to bring him back and now yeah. a lot of people dislike him, especially younger people. Uh, I've seen a lot of young Bond fans referring to him as the worst character in the series. And yes. It's something you can jump on that, isn't it? It's just an opinion you yeah. can jump on. But presumably his performance in Live and Let Die was also good enough for Richard Lester. Yes. <laughs> mm. uh, for Superman 2 to say, yeah... In fact, just play the same role again. <laughs> I don't think he's in the Donner cut, is he, Chris? I'm looking at No. No. It's a bit more Lester than Donner. Um, Less Pepper. He did, yeah. He was. He was. He reprised his role because of he was popular in it. And he asked uh, Tom Mankiewicz to write him into the script. Because he obviously he, James yeah, he, did. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he was, he was like, yeah, all right, mate. He's got some sway, hasn't he? <clears throat> Holiday in Thailand. I mean, we said, didn't we, you know. This was a brilliant opening the world up to Thailand. No one had ever been, but some, <laughs> you know, his character, Jedi Pepper, would never have left Texas or Louisiana. Yeah, no, would he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. brilliant, isn't it? Texas. He doesn't even like. Sorry, he doesn't even like Democrats. But yeah, yeah his uh, outfit he does well. like Democrats. I know he does. Yeah, he, I didn't he understand says, that. Yes, word about the elephant. I'm really yeah. surprised, yeah. isn't it? You think? So yeah. again, messages with you. You know, you yeah. 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 Producer Cubby called me up at home. Sheriff Pepper. A secret agent. I want you to go over to uh, Macy's and buy a lot of colored uh, shirts and bring them with you, you know. And of course, I went to Macy's and bought like five or six shirts. They're all made in Bangkok. Oh, he was so funny. He was so much larger than life. Tom Mankovich obviously was involved with Superman, wasn't he? The script of Superman, so another link. Oh, right. There you go, man. The wife as well, so we get another brilliant new character. There's a little, sure a little interlude of the Live and Let yeah, Die yeah. theme, isn't there? When he, when he's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's when he sees Bond, though. Sorry, I've, I've gone ahead, sorry. I love that, yeah. Does she have a name? I'm yeah, sure it gets of, mentioned. Well, she... Mary Bell, Bell? Mary Bell. Oh, Maybell. I didn't pick that up. Maybell. Not Mabel. As in Mabel. <laughs> Mabel or Mabel. <laughs> it's Mabel. Mabel. Chris? Mm. So good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're looking at the same wooden elephants that the boy is selling, aren't yeah. they? So the boy's probably just. Anyway, this, this is going far too much detail again. What? Oh, come on. But as a, as a kid, he was a highlight for, for me. For yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. funny. And he's quite clear that we're not grounded in reality here. It's like, oh, look, what are the odds of him being in Thailand yeah. at the same time as Bond yeah. is? On the bank when he comes past, yeah. and face he's, or yeah. when he's face, in the um, visually the car. He's so good to look at with the you know the the tobacco and that, all that. Watching that as a kid, it's like what what are we looking at here? Like this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Who's pointy head? Yeah, I was going to say what. What, what is it? He, he keeps throwing. Saying, yeah, yeah. But he uses it for everyone. He uses it for everyone. I was really worried. This is like this must be some awful. No, no. To, he says it to yeah. like uh, I, I was worried about that, but later in the film, he, he he says it to someone who's like white or I can't remember. He says it. <laughs> he just says it to someone else. He's saying it to everyone. Like a gooly bird. He does say some horrific racist terms though at times, doesn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is well, yeah, slurs, aren't they? Little brown water hog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blimey. <laughs> Boy's never me. seen him. 
If you boys yeah, can today. get out your pajamas. Yeah, put <laughs> You wouldn't be late for work. Yeah. What is he on? Boys, yeah. Mm. <laughs> pajamas. Jeez. No, I, I love him. I, mean, I, I, I love him. Yeah. Oh, good. The shot oh, when the elephant nudges him into the water. The shot yeah. of his is just, just catch his legs Sucks going in. Really hard. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. It's just proper comedy. Oh, it's arms and legs. And legs. <laughs> yeah. so his arms and legs. Are so like, yeah. He'd have to die for about ten feet yeah. to get that position. <laughs> Apparently, oh, the clungs as well as just the you know the most awful you. waters as well. Apparently, there's a story actually yeah. about Roger Moore. Did you read that? Oh, heck. Where no, Roger no. Moore went under, I don't. He doesn't go under in the film, so I don't. But yeah, he went under, and you could, an he, elephant shut to me. He um he saw like uh, bodies and all sorts. That's where the Undertakers would dispose oh, yeah. of all bodies and stuff. So you can see them down there. So it's a thing of Pepper Pepper falling into there. Is, yeah, <laughs> Pinewood. No, you is ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Really cute elephant, and the elephant roars, you know. It's, it's always just <laughs> that, but that shot, yeah, it's just Bond looks so crisp there, doesn't he? When he's yeah, he's driving the driving uh, the boat. <laughs> yeah, imagine Ian Fleming's family watching this. <laughs> cinema, like. Well, Christopher Lee, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I had him in both novels, so I better put him in this. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> he then, yeah, so Bond obviously gets away. We then get the scene. This is a more, I'm sure we all agree, it's more sensible, threatening, very yeah. well acted scene. So Scaramanga with high fats. Back at the sort of office place, this gorgeous um, mansion that he's at. Yeah, I don't like say. Don't, I don't know how much Scaramanga's bothered about Bond at the stage, but he does say like, "What are they teaching that school? Ballet dancing?" So he's obviously like annoyed that Bond has escaped. Yeah, he I doesn't seem that. You he can hear that bothered. as it joins the scene. You can hear high fat on the phone, and you, you can't make out any words, but you can hear the word chula. I don't know if you heard it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, no, speak, no, he's no. speaking to yeah. the headmaster of the karate school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, headmaster's on the phone. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in yeah. trouble. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy yeah. guy. <laughs> Gary Oldman in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like a babyish statue of Buddha, isn't there? That's actually safe, and that reveals the the Solex. So then, you yeah, know, we know they've got it, and this is where oh, this is again. It's so good, isn't it? So the gold, the golden gun. Apparently, just a few little tidbits. I keep saying that for this episode, obviously. Yeah, three of them were made. Three of the props were made. There's like a solid one, which was you know the complete one. One that could be fired with a cap. Apparently. <laughs> don't, don't Why would you want that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then the third one was the one that he has in this, so he is assembling it. Christopher Lee said it was extremely difficult to piece to actually do it and try and do his lines at the same time. Well, you wouldn't know it because the way that mm. yeah, the yeah. way that he it's the 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 sort of arrogance and a short you know of uh, of just putting that together while you're chatting to someone, yeah, and knowing that you're about to shoot them. It's, it's just 
It's quite dark when you think about it. Is, it is, yeah. Really, it's so good though. It's so it's outstanding. He's making that gun from pretty much the mo- from the start, from the beginning of the scene. Yeah, he's arrived with and one it's purpose. Just, the audience must be like, oh, how good is this? This is how cool is that? that all those different things go together to make the gun. Yeah, and he's got he's got the the bullet. Of course, is the final thing that he has had properly made for him as well. I mean, the music again. There's like a massive crescendo, isn't it, as it's going, and that's no problem. Yeah. Just, this is like the first real big bigger scene we've had actually really with Christopher Lee, isn't it? Other than the intro. Yeah, but as in him talking and actually oh, right, sort yeah. of having, like this is like the first major dramatic scene he's had. And it's again it's another, you know, PG killed in cold blood. The cough, it's so realistic. Just before he falls down. I think it's a really interesting dynamic this actually. Because Yeah, yeah. I, I've just listened to your henchman episode. And it was brilliant, but actually, at this point, Scaramanga could be argued as a henchman uh, in terms yeah, of yeah. that, like he's an assassin. But then we're now hearing this story about how he's like to he's becoming Sorry. this. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's becoming high fats. He's on the board of high high fats thing. It's like he's becoming his subordinate, so to speak. Yeah, junior partner. Yeah, junior partner kind of thing. Uh, so this is like his moment. Where he becomes prominent, where yeah. Master he becomes absolutely, and I think it's just a sensational scene, great dynamic, possibly the best scene in the film. Actually, I'd say, mm. yeah, I'd go with that, the best scene in the film. But it, that or Lazar, you've one got, of the two. You've got the problem with, like you say, John, the two major plots that don't really connect properly. So you've got the Solex one, and then you've got the the bond, the duel with Scaramanga. Yeah. But if you had, if it was just one of them, you've then got the problem. Well, how do we keep Scaramanga mysterious for as long as we can? Because if he's just in it as a normal character throughout, oh, I mean, again, I'm only just thinking about this now. I, I and obviously, don't... this scene is linked with links both, doesn't it? Really, it links. I... It's the Solex plot. This scene. I mean, I'd have gone down. It's easy with retrospect, but I'd have gone down something like similar kind of film, say, in the Line of Fire, where you've got like John Malkovich doing disguise work. And and, oh. and I would just go down that route. I'd just have Scaramanga like a, a kind of cat and mouse kind of thing all the way around, and Bond trying to find who this is. And I think you'd have and so you you have Scaramanga keeping his secrecy. I mean, you'd have to think about ways and means of how Scaramanga just couldn't kill him straight off because obviously he could just do that. Well, like but, Kung Fu School, or <laughs> <laughs> but but I just think you'd just have a far better film. I think you'd have a focused film and you'd have the plot that to me would be really satisfying which is Bond versus the dark side of Bond and see who wins and it kind of brings it back to that at the end anyway but it, you just yeah, have, to, course, you've yeah. have to meander through all this psychedelic <laughs> nonsense that's been going on in the last 40 minutes of audiences at the time would they have been disappointed by a, a, a small cat and mouse uh, story like that, you know. Uh, now it's a bit like sort of in terms of unmanaged secret service. You, you know, it didn't meet the tastes of the audience at the time, and I wonder if there was more of an expectation to wow people and take them on, you know, more sort of adventurous paths than um, than that. Mid seventies, wasn't it? It's not, you know, this is wasn't made in Bourne era, was it? You know, but it's still. Not that far after we've had some of the most realistic bonds, isn't it? So, but yeah, just to finish off this scene, I mean, it's 
the way the cockiness of Christopher Lee just sort of waltzing out after he's done it, knowing that Fat's men aren't going to do anything, I don't know. <laughs> Mr Fat has just resigned. Yeah. I'm the new chairman of the book. <laughs> and then the mausoleum, you know, put him in put it. Him in it. You know, Mr. High Fats Butler, who he says it to. Yeah, from Temple of Doom. Oh, ah. is it? Te- uh, well, I, is it Temple of Doom? I, I don't know. I was actually asking: Is he the guy in the View to a Kill who gets thrown down the? Um, who gets no. thrown? Yeah, down I, the I thought that. I thought he looked a bit like him. I don't think it is. Half if our net you. income. Yeah. Yeah. These are outrageous terms. Yeah. Mayday. <laughs> we'll provide you. Ooh, with a drink. Oh, with a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the guy you're talking about, John. I'm going to look him up. Yeah. I'm sure you're right, um, Stephen. I'm sure he's the... Is he the one who, who shows Bond the, to the door earlier? Yes. yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got quite a haunting guy. face. Yeah. Who do you think he is, though, in Temple of Doom? Is he not one of Lao Chi's men? I haven't seen Temple of Doom in ages. No. What an uh, It's really hard to nice. find him without finding without knowing his name. Yeah, he's good, it's good to take a while, Stephen. <laughs> <Can't>, <laughs> keep, keep going. going talking. Keep I'll, going. Do, I'll do it in we'll the background. Yeah. You guys carry on talking. <laughs> yeah, so just going back to the Golden Gun, apparently it was ranked. <clears throat> it's quite an odd, odd poll. A 2008 poll by 20th Century Fox. The most popular film weapons... <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it, it came sixth. There you go. That's another one of those same time to work. Um, yeah. In, in also in 2008 as well. Another fact. It was discovered that one of the three golden guns that was used in the film uh, was missing and reported stolen from Elstree Props, and it's worth about eighty thousand pounds now. But I don't have any information as to whether or not they found it, and that's 12, 12 odd years ago, thirteen. Years. Do you know what? It's really interesting this film because sorry if you were about to carry on, but just the Golden Gun is one part, one part of it. Like, there's so many things that even non-Bond fans would would know yeah, about yeah. It, that are in this film, and yet it's you know one of the you know lower ranked Bond films. Yeah, if you think about it, like Nick Knack, Scaramanga, like the Golden Gun, Third Nipple, nipple the um, the James Bond the, Island. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, 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 yeah. The, yeah, Sumo wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> Less so, yeah. Um, the, the cast on. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it is. It's one of the most iconic bombs. Yeah, it is. Sticks in the memory. It's all the stuff in between that people have got a problem with it. Soon. <laughs> For good reason. A more of a yeah, a classic Roger Moore dining scene. Is it his hotel? Sort of an outdoor, a bit like an octopus, isn't it? It's a bit like the hotel mm-hmm. scene with Magda. Very cosy. Yeah, it is. It is. By, oh, okay. Is it like by a pool or? Yeah, they're like, hey, these sort of traditional dancers. And yeah, with the astonishing head. Sounds exactly like yeah. that. Sounds exactly like that. Um, another crisp new charcoal suit. He has so many suits in this film. Yeah. Um, gorgeous clothes. He talks about her frock as well, doesn't he? Like tight in all the right places. Yeah, I approve. I approve, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You get a slap when you not too many. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, that is yeah. creepy. Yeah. I would have let go. You know, let, it was designed by Q, yeah. isn't it? It's, like, oh. it's designed by Q. Yeah, why is it designed? <laughs> Dress designer. Designed by Guy Hamilton, I think. By the sense. <laughs> no, it's, it's too concealing. Yeah, and is anyone 
Want to have, have a go at the line? Another, so many iconic yes. moments. Here we go again. Foo yuck. The champ. Is, is, is that right, okay? 74, <laughs> sir. 74, yeah. sir. <laughs> but then proceeds to, yeah, yeah. Again, that is, that is a seat. Sorry, we, we rewound that a lot as kids. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. And watch it's over funny. and over again. But it is meant to be funny, isn't it? Because the name sounds stupid. Yeah, and it is also like an anagram, isn't it? Of something, a terrible set of phrase. Well, just that yuck, you know, it's not going to be very tasty. Yeah, is that own, is that the only reason it's funny, or is it... I uh, Go on, anybody else? I don't know. Oh, yeah, DME, if you... As in if you just swap the f and the y. That word didn't exist, Harry, when we were children, so I don't think... Yes. That's true, true, yeah. <laughs> We'd never heard, never heard the word you before. No. All <laughs> oh, right. I, 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 yeah, I really think, hope yeah. it's not, but... I've only just thought of that, wow. <laughs> Stephen and Chris, the more worldly wise amongst us, is that, <laughs> is that the joke? Or is it, I thought it was just a funny name, because yuck, you know. Yeah, both, it's, it's to get the dual meanings. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a subtle film that I perhaps, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's laced with these, you know, you've really got to pay close attention. Blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a cutaway, though, isn't it? Ironically, the when he shows the food yuck. Yeah, it's like a you know, still almost. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he said. Suddenly, this is the only time in the whole film he actually is being a bit romantic, and he he shows yeah. genuine interest in it. Yeah. And he just like this Italian romantic toast. Yeah. At the end, so I can't. Yeah. The music yeah, it's a bit again. Like, it's a bit. <laughs> presumptuous of Bond like basically just right yeah, yeah. You know, and that which is to come like because you definitely get <laughs> yeah. to this moment and the moment yeah, yet yeah. to come or the music is lovely is the... like, he just wants a quick show doesn't he yeah. that's basically what the point yeah. is and she's this is the bit where she shows some resistance yeah. she says yeah is this where she says darling I'm tempted yeah yeah, yeah. Or, but to spend as your, a few hours. Yeah. As your passing fancies. As one of your passing yeah. fancies isn't yeah. quite my thing. Progressive. If, we, if she had more of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. she'd be quite a great character, actually. I mean, and then next minute it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like. My, my sort of the hard to get act didn't last. Yeah, there is. It's just, it's just sort of. Well, it's good for this scene, but the next scene we want you to. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still the John was saying all along, it's just being made up, isn't it? Scene by yeah, scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right here as they go along, right? Oh, we also, don't have time for the shag scene now, so you just pull him off. Mate. Yeah, put him off. 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 Also, Scaramanga yes. junk is in the I don't understand the geography yeah, of this. And, uh, and you see Knickknack wearing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. He's wearing polo and chinos. Yeah. Polo shirt. That's but the best. Why, the why film, is Scaramanga's boat right next to the hotel? Oh, is it presumably it explains why Andrea Anders would be there at the hotel shortly after? Oh, maybe today. Uh, yeah, but she's <laughs> mango would know then. Yeah. yeah, she goes back to the junk though, and she yeah, says it like was a she double go... feature. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah, double yeah. feature. Yeah. But he so, was setting up. The old, I don't know. Also, are they watching? Do they know? And that's well, that's why Nick that's watching, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose that's why she gets shot, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't well, know. We, we saw yeah. you. We've only parked the boat there. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. We get to the hotel room then, and there's another <laughs> another comedy Robin Asquith scene here. Um, <laughs> well, it, before we even gets into the room, you know, he even has a laugh to himself, doesn't he? 
Fuyuk. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't remember that. And so real continuity there. You know, it must have been in the script. You know. Yeah, they they were thinking ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like we say, my hard to get act didn't didn't last long. And then she does look obsessed with him, doesn't she? Almost. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's Roger Moore, though. Come on. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Again, the music is so lovely as it's in the dark and Anders is breaking in. It's just, it's so well done, isn't it? And then, and then the, I didn't recognise you with your clothes. On. <laughs> that so That's a good line, John, isn't it? Outrageous. I love, I've written it down, but it's yeah. just outrageous. Just Anders, I didn't recognise you. Outrageous. I like his how flippant he is as well. Yeah, it? yeah. It's just for me. That's where like Roger is his most comfortable, yeah. where he gets to bounce off someone, and he's got some really great lines. Like he goes, uh, uh, "Your concern for my well-being is touching." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's, we know he's always got amazing chemistry with Maud Adams. So yeah, again, you feel a bit sorry for though because she's like almost resigned to having to shag him, isn't she? And, you know, you yes. can have me too if you like. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. Yeah, you'd think if 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 she said that, then he'd be like, "No, no, that's not appropriate." But I will. Yeah, yeah. I will kill him. <laughs> no. Once his cake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I find it quite. You know, you're the only man who can kill him. Yeah. He, he sort of plays it down a bit. Like, <laughs> why do you think that? Or, doesn't he? He says something. Like, oh, yeah, what gives you that idea? Yeah. Well, and I've been dreaming. So yeah. That's the most more thing I've ever seen. Yeah, because Moore is obsessed with getting the yeah. information. How about information? <laughs> she, she says, you know, it's such a desperate line from a pouring heart. Like, I've dreamed of you setting me free. Yeah, yeah. So And then the huge gap, a huge gap between some lovely more kisses and <laughs> yeah. sound effects. I've been dreaming of a soul. Yeah, like, oh, for goodness yeah. sake. You know. <laughs> Yeah. He's so tunnel, such tunnel vision. It's so admirable. Yeah, good game. But yeah, so then the another comical putting good night into the wardrobe. Well, of course, sorry, didn't say that. This is the point. We've already discussed it. That good night reveals the the plot hole. Basically, that she's the one who sent in the bullet. You mean Anders? Sorry, yeah, that probably make more sense. Oh, lads. I think it's, yeah, again, the music's so nice when they've, they're together and it's an inspiration, sending that bullet. <laughs> the music, though, is a little bit, there's some sort of sinister undertones to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's this whole idea of sort of making love before death. It's horrible. It's so, so layers this film. Yeah, I know. And I think when we watch it again, we'll notice new things. <laughs> <laughs> Director's commentary, yeah. <laughs> You're still laughing. Yeah. <laughs> You're still laughing. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know how, how long's gone. Bond, w- Bond wakes good night up, doesn't he? Two hours. Yeah, he's two hours. Asleep yeah. in the cupboard, yeah. Or does he say it's 2 a.m.? It's definitely 2. Yeah, he says 2 ish, and yeah. then she says, I've been, oh, I've been in there hours. two hours. <laughs> he's, he's got a cigar. Oh, he's got a cigar again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you betcha. Probably made himself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready for round Isn't two. It? Yeah. Oh, it's outrageous. Is he in a robe? Presumably. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh. That cigar and rope combination. I know, but between that um, yeah. is obviously when Aunt, uh, Miss Anders goes to back to Scaramanga. Oh yeah, that's sad. 
It's worrying. It's oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Work. He's awake, isn't he? He is. What's he he doesn't open his eyes. It's quite, yeah, it's it is. quite yeah. scary, that again. My jewellery. He looks like oh, a vampire seen... in that scene. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dracula. <but laughs> he was. Just the way he's lying. <laughs> yeah. Awake. Yeah, it's, 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 it's harrowing. Are, are we all agreed that he's on tour in that scene? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it now. That's her last scene, isn't it? She's banged to rights there, yeah. She perishes. The waxwork, another waxwork model. Yes, and she comes to really, life. Does she come to life? I don't think it was actually. But yeah. But it's really sad, isn't it, that the the last scene you see of her is you're looking for a soul exagitator. So <laughs> you've got Bond using her as well. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the other guy actually looking at her, you know, and he's going to kill her. It's like she's just a really tragic. Character. It's awful, isn't it? She is. Yeah. Is, is it? Do you think we're halfway through the film, or do you think she's made it into the second half of the film? I can't. Work out the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but as in, I'm trying to work out. The, yeah, it's you know, about a significant it's... stamp on the film. But yeah. is there still half of the film? Probably left? just about. I think it's past halfway. Actually. It's probably probably yeah. past halfway. Yeah. We we then cut back to yeah, like I say, Bond waking good night up. I'm resigning in the morning. Lovely <laughs> English accent. Your turn will come. I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive me, darling. Your turn will come soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James, you must be good. That does sound like her voice. I think. Yeah. But again, yeah, you like a bit of a better character again. You know, you think, oh, hang on. No. She's actually not putting up with it. That's what it's No? Okay. Move on to the Thai boxing scene, which was filmed at an actual event in Bangkok, the Lumpany Boxing Stadium. I know you're all you instantly recognised it from the the location shooting, but yeah. So that's I've why I've this... I've been to a boxing oh, match in Cambodia, which is fairly oh, good. fairly close, isn't it? And it was quite it was quite similar in uh, in feel. It was pretty intense and you know humid and musty and and but just th- there were no. Uh, midgets with a gun and a peanut. But, yeah. Not very original, is it? No, well, exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. But there was a corpse of a, a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then came to life later. Yeah. yeah, yeah Another yeah. waxwork coming to life. <laughs> Ring theme. We've already made that joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> but it, it does have that sort of real on location feel, doesn't it? Where you definitely you can, yeah. the, the sound as well. You can just hear that yeah. that buzzing and the excitement and everything. And there's footage of the, the the fight itself. Echoes of uh, "You Only Live Twice," you know the sumo fight. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, definitely, absolutely. It's that sense, isn't it, of the chance of the audience, sorry, to see another glimpse of a different culture and and uh, you know, boxing will have been a familiar sport to audiences, but this is you know a different kind of boxing, which you know is always good for the audience to kind of take something new in. I don't know, I mean, but I wonder if when they were sort of on location, you know, they often saw things they liked, a bit like could we broccoli like that tiger in the the mansion they were hosting in Octopussy. <laughs> so, oh, let's get that in the film. And then that's that's the one where he swung it in the air and did Bond or... <laughs> well, you know, the sound mixer did that. <laughs> Noise over. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just wonder whether they whether, whether it was in the script that this happened at the fight or that they thought that would be a great location. Because mm-hmm. can't, I can't imagine them booking ahead at a place like this, could you? I mean, it's <laughs> pretty chaotic stuff, but... <laughs> mentioned it there it makes me think generally about bond 
um, about the writers that we've got just now. The two guys are their names completely. Purvison <laughs> <laughs> Wade. That's one. Purvison Wade. So they they get a lot of stick, and a lot of it I'm not sure is justifiable or because I think they've got a really hard remit. I think I read an interview with them where they said, "Listen, we have these guidelines that we have to adhere, adhere to, and the guidelines mm-hmm. are." It has to be new, but it has to be the same. It has to be someone we've not seen before, but also someone we haven't seen before. Now, to mm-hmm. me, that just sounds like a near impossible tightrope to walk. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure how you keep doing yeah. that over the course of a series like <clears> this. And it was just when you were mentioning the, the fight scene from The Man with the Golden Gun, because it made me think back in the early days, it must have been a lot easier to show things that the audience hadn't seen, especially yeah. in the Connery area when... Yeah. The Connery area? The Connery <laughs> era when um, globe traveling was just not something that a lot of people did back then, you know, oh, here's Jamaica. All they had yeah. to do was show Jamaica and it was someone's, wow, oh my God, there's this country yeah, I've yeah. never been to. Yeah. Now travel is a lot more frequent. So it's a lot, it's a lot tougher to come up with new ideas nowadays and things that people haven't seen perhaps. So like you were saying, I'm going to go with a fight. When I watched the man with the golden gun, I think that was the first time I'd ever seen something like that on screen. Like, mm-hmm. what is the sport? What are these guys doing? Nowadays, it must be so hard to find new things to show. Yeah introverted now aren't they so they it's very much <laughs> england and uh, and you know and the Brit- for england you know, james yeah a lot of london yeah i think that that must be a really difficult tightrope and so on do you do you think that when they were filming spectre that's what they're thinking that we've never been to rome and <laughs> never seen no people so that's what we're going to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so it's full of tourists so let's get rid of them yeah <laughs> original yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the new one is some of it set in the Faroe Islands or filmed or somewhere oh, really? somewhere like that. I think maybe like not Iceland, but with no time to die, they've really cracked it because the original thing they're doing is they're just never going to show it, and that's not what they've done before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. You've seen the other films, you're not going to see this one though. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're doing some of it in Dubrovnik, aren't they? Which is it's pretty babyish, really, because Dubrovnik is quite a yeah. Quite a popular destination, like half a Game of Thrones is done there and all, and all that, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's it's somewhere Bond hasn't been before, I suppose. So fair play, you know. Ooh. Is there any location for you guys that just, if you saw it on screen, you'd be like, mm, that's just not Bond? I cannot picture a Bond film working in Australia. I don't know why. I'm not anti-Australia. I just can't imagine Bond yeah, walking through Sydney yeah. and it worked. Mission Impossible, I agree Mission Impossible 2 had a bit, quite unusual for a film like that. And I, 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 know, what you, I know what you mean. Stephen, but yeah, New Zealand will be fine, wouldn't it? I was just thinking, LA. Yeah, London, LA. Yeah, yeah. I can't picture that. It's because you can't imagine a megalomaniac doing anything in LA, really. Yeah, (laughs) a terrorist. Australia, anyway. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, you can delete this, but it is a bit of a cultural (laughs) void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dubai, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mission Impossible. Another Mission they, Impossible. They did. Yeah, but that was because of the building, wasn't it? it wasn't yeah. yeah. See the sights of Dubai. I'd personally love an Australian Bond film. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I have it cracked, and I could argue because it is. It's basically England down under. I don't know. I think you've got. You've obviously got the Great Barrier Reef, and you could do something around that. I, I'd love to like see the outback. Uh, yeah. yeah, the outback, like a hideout in Ayers Rock. Like, you know, you've got um, one of the old school villain kind of things around Ayers Rock, something such as that. Um, you could, a bit of a riff of uh, View to a Kill, but you could have an end fight on the Sydney oh. Harbour Bridge. 
you know, and, and, and oh, I think John. there are. Have you... Am I selling it to you, Mark? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You're almost ready to sell it. Yeah, you yeah. put pen to paper. I, don't know. I think Australia gets a bit of a, a bit of a rough deal at times in films. I think there's more than people think in some ways. I take your point. I... A lot of it's out there. Sorry, you've um, you've made me you've made me realise what it is that I wouldn't like about it. Go and on. I think it's the accent. No, I love the Australian yeah, accent, yeah. but yeah. I grew up loving the um, Crocodile Dundee films. So when I hear mm. that really Aussie accent, to me, it's just pure comedy. Yeah. Now, mm. before you think I'm slagging off other cultures, I don't like the Scottish accent <clears> on the film. I think it stands out like a sore thumb, unless it's Connery's accent's great, obviously. But mm. you guys are familiar with The Force Awakens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Han Solo! You know when the yeah. guy shouts? <laughs> yeah! Kanja <laughs> <Kanja> Club! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember seeing that in the cinema and going... Is that what I sound like? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but it ta- but yeah. if it takes you out of the film, I know what you mean. Like a, a yeah. sort of really raw Australian accent might be a bit off-putting. Because even the South African accent in Lethal Weapon 2 is sort of seen as a comedy <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know, you're not meant to say that, but... Is it? <laughs> Everyone's surely... desperate to do the impersonation. Yeah, I know, yeah, and I'm surely, the quote as well. Surely places, though, that they still haven't been to or haven't been Ooh, to yeah. for ages... Lots of African oh, yeah. countries. Africa's the main one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Central America, you could have a lot of good stuff in Central America. Central America, yeah. definitely. Well, Isthmus, we've been to Isthmus. <laughs> I feel there's quite a few Eastern, Euro- Eastern European countries that they haven't done. I think we should have yeah. called it the Isthmus special, shouldn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a popular location, and I was watching Spy the other day, and it comes up on that. But Budapest is an obvious one. Yeah. Why has that not been? Yeah. It's very, very similar to Prague, isn't it? But even that, has Bond really been in... I mean, they filmed in Prague, haven't they, a lot? Not like, really shown the culture of it. What do you actually get him to do there? You know, yeah, is, it, is, yeah. it, is it... Like you said, that at least with somewhere like Australia, there are those kind of, like, you could you could set... You know, it's, it's the backdrop for a great set piece. But, you know, I suppose those Eastern European countries has more of a kind of a espionage vibe. Is that what you want? You know, because it's not really... It doesn't have that grandeur. You know, obviously it's a beautiful city, and, and you mm. know, like Prague is. But it, now it would seem, I don't know, would it seem a bit kind of small scale or... I don't know. I don't know if that would work. Well, surely no. for at least a, a sequence. Yeah. yeah, like 30 yeah. minutes or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or, <laughs> you could do that. Depends if on we, we keep going there. to London, I mean, surely we can do something in Australia for one film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand being lukewarm to Australia, but I, I do probably think he could go anywhere, couldn't he, Bond? I think, really, it's all manageable. Seeing him in all these locations would be... Space. travel and thrilling. <laughs> yeah, there's just, Not just the, the moon. moon. They don't, yeah, they don't go the into moon. the moon in Moonraker. Yeah. I can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, well, that'd be an original location. Yeah. Back in Bangkok... Another famous, well, I don't, I don't know if it's famous, but very Roger Moore outfit, oh. like a crisp green safari suit he's wearing. Yeah. Hip is disguised as a peanut seller, <laughs> peanut merchant. <laughs> people, I couldn't believe it. People again on Twitter really hate hip. It's just yeah. awful. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Not people. Uh, one person. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know who that person is? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he's a good friend of mine, but he does hate hip. Yeah. I've, that is a new to me. That's yeah. completely new that someone would uh, take a strong dislike. I, I know there's the the suggestions that we've talked about that is 
you know, makes mistakes and yeah, it's not it's great. great. Um, he's quite likable, though, isn't he? He's very yeah. likable, yeah. And he forms quite a nice, trusting relationship with Bond, yeah. which is quite nice. Respect for a lieutenant. It's not about respect. I've kept saying throughout this podcast that he's an idiot, and I do think he's an idiot. But he's like, but having said that, he's a likable idiot. There's no, yeah. he's not a dislikable yeah. character by any means. I mean, to be honest, the film could be finished at this point, couldn't it? Like, <laughs> this know, episode should have been finished Rod- long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Slickly does some absolutely superb distracting work in picking up the Solex off the oh, floor. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. It's super. I mean, no, I know I'm not going ahead of it here. He gives it to him. If Hit doesn't give it to Good Night, the film's over. It's done. Good night. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Gary Manga's not bothered, is he? Of course. He's not bothered. He don't care about. He don't care about Bond. Uh, You've got to feel though. Is it the the degrading of him throughout the film? Hippie starts as you know a pretty stern, (laughs) scary detective in a suit, you know, going undercover, like in you know the grimy strip club. Then, then you know he's like a driver with his daughters, <laughs> yeah. and now, now the school runs. Yeah. Sorry, so, yeah. yeah. Why are there still? There's someone. If it wasn't bad enough putting this peanut tray around his neck, someone just popped a hat on top as well just to <laughs> seal the deal. Yeah. Well, of course, it depends who who chooses to dub him at that time. Depending, you know. <laughs> what he's going to be up to Harry I think the reason for it uh, being his niece's or Tom who's her, rather than his daughter mine, yeah. because he's in, Han- uh, he's in Hong Kong and for him to be of use in Bangkok it's sort of a bit like well actually my brother lives there so mm. yeah right and then yeah, I mean I the nieces are not, not exactly integral to the plot but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know in order for them still, to about it, I presume, I presume they're even more popular than hippies with this with this chap on Twitter we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Another massively iconic shot again. This film's so iconic with you know Anders, Anders yeah. dead. It is, yeah. And Anders dead. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It to me, it looks like a wax figure. Yeah, it's that yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It's just so good though. And it isn't though. It is her made up because I heard in the making of it, you know, she had to sit there for hours and hours. Yeah, it's the mouth, isn't it? It's the mouth that's it's so it's... still and yeah. slightly open. It's quite disturbing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Quite eerie. You just see the the single bullet, don't you, to the chest yeah. sort of. When was she shot? I mean, it was a bit. It's a bit. Again, yeah, if you yeah. want to criticise it, it's easy, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like <everyone's... laughs> <laughs> or was she oh. shot and then put in place? Yeah, like weekend at Bernie's. Well. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. But it's not something worth criticising because it no? looks brilliant, doesn't it? Darling, I left it in your handbag. That's it's so Roger Moore brilliant because you know he's just carrying on looking through things to try and make sure that he's other people aren't alerted yeah. the fact that she's yeah. dead yeah 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 it's a bit like when partridge forges the document you know with uh <laughs> chris, chris feathers. feathers yeah chris feathers yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> got the date wrong there yeah yeah anyway. yeah <laughs> speaking of chris feather what was it that somebody posted on twitter that he's in a yeah. film oh, yeah everything that says the interruption guy in it yeah you know that's, that's, that's yeah chris feather that. You know when, when Italia's uh, yeah, like six bombs, oh. uh, five BBC. Oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Feather, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> thing except the interruption. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, great scene. Two yeah. great scenes. Yeah. <laughs> We've not really mentioned. Well, we haven't mentioned him, but we haven't gone into the sort of background of Christopher Lee yet. I was waiting for this to 
properly discussing because this is like the first big scene he has mm. Bond. Obviously, they've, they've never met before. Uh, Nick Nash behind, like like we said, a gun and a bag of peanuts. Does anyone know who was offered the role before Christopher Lee? Mm. I know who they wanted for it. Yes, it was um, it was Guy, it was Mankiewicz wanted someone, wasn't it? Or was it Guy Hamilton? Yes. One of the two of them wanted someone. Yeah, I won't spoil it. Oh no, 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 it's for you to take it. For you to give you your knowledge. Well, it's just dropped it in my head now, so that's why I was. And then when I uh, said the name, Frank Langella. Yeah. No, but you, it oh. sounds a bit. Sounds a bit oh. similar. He'd have been great, wouldn't he? I, I watched. Uh, young, I watched Cutthroat Island again recently, and he oh. absolutely love him being the villain in that film, just as he is in Masters of the Universe. So fantastic. I mean, he oh, wouldn't yes, better, I know. I do know. He, he wouldn't have been better than Christopher Lee, though. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've made a note of this. Yeah, and I, I did. Um, Jack Palance or Jack Palance? Yes, that's yes. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting, that isn't it? Rats in a maze. Jack. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's one of these weird ones again with the producers. I've said before with the the whole Paul when Paul McCartney came in to do the, the song for Live and Let Die, it was only because Cubby Broccoli was obsessed with getting George Martin to do the music. Yeah, he didn't offer it Paul and then yeah, you'd think it'd be <laughs> right, well then I'll suggest George Martin, yeah, my producer to do the to the score knows. I want George Martin and then who should we get to the Bond theme? Bond theme song. And George Martin was like, Yeah. Well you can, you can have Paul, obviously. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it, it eventually it happened, <laughs> yeah. but so weird. So weird. I have done that story before, but it was cut from the just before <laughs> um, Wonder and why that will be cut. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember now. There was some technical Yeah. So you think the fact that Christopher Lee was Ian Fleming's step cousin, and apparently Fleming had previously ca- uh, thought about casting him for the, ro- the role of Doctor No, apparently. Yeah. I oh, think you'd be on right. the radar, wouldn't you? And they're like, uh, no, it's just Jack Pal- Palance, definitely. Like, what? In earth? It's so weird, aren't they? The- so they offered it, yeah. They offered it. To- well, yes, yeah, apparently, yeah. But if you look at all the roles since, would you think any of them would suit Christopher Lee? Possibly. Oh, you mean the other Red... the other Bond buddies? Yeah, yeah. yeah like after possibly Red Grant at a push. Yeah, it'd actually be quite good. Red yeah, Grant, yeah. Think, but I don't. I want. Mm. I don't. Maybe Largo, but he certainly wouldn't be Blofeld with these. No, no, no. They usually maybe get it right again. Yeah. Like Christopher Walken as Zorin. I mean, goodness me. What I like about Christopher Lee in this film is that he seems to be the one thing that everyone agrees about. So whether the yeah, people mm, like yeah. the film or not, yes, yeah. even the, the the sort of in inverted commas the haters will say I'm not doing the film. <laughs> But Christopher Lee, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good that everyone tends to agree on that. And I don't know about you guys, but when I sort of read these polls of best Bond villains and things like that, he, he's usually near the top. Yeah, and rightly so. I yeah. mean, I don't know where you guys, I don't know where you guys put him individually, but for me, he's number one with with a bullet. Just oh, one brilliant. Bullet. Wow. Yes, <laughs> very good. You don't get it. What, no. we, what yeah. about you guys? Where does he figure <laughs> top? Oh, he's top definitely three. Yeah, yeah. Top he's, he's very near the top. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, so iconic. Yeah, excellent to watch. Such a good performance, so memorable. Every scene he's in, he's dominating. Yeah, and you know, and the, the Golden Gun as well gives him a really memorable. Yeah, yeah, you know, that trope. Type that's thing. the scene we've talked about with High Fat, where he, you know, kills High Fat is like oh, a yeah. such a, a moment where you kind of fall in love with him as a villain. Do you know what I mean? You mm. really, really yeah. enjoy watching him dominate a, a scene. 
I think I was messaging, was it you, Tom, or was it you, Matt? Or I was, we were in a group and we were talking about the best Bond scenes of all time because I'm so cool that I sat down recently and tried to <laughs> decide on my top 50 Bond scenes. And, um, we'll, we'll do an episode on that, don't oh, worry. Wow. I'm, I dreadfully had on that, I was going to say. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the top 50 scenes. <laughs> it, was so, it was so hard, but the one that made it in from this film for me was the circus scene. Now, the reason I had it in was... Uh, not the circus scene, the, the kickboxing scene when Lee does his whole speech about how he yeah, emptied yeah. The, the pistol into the eye. And what I like about it is, in some Bond films, when the villain's going off and giving his like spiel about who he is and his plan, it feels very um, Austin Powersy. It feels very yeah. screenwritery. <laughs> like th- this is the scene where the villain explains who he is. Yeah. What I like about the scene with Scaramanga is he seems lonely is the wrong word, but he seems that he knows he's the best. He's at such a high level that no one can possibly understand what it's like to be that good. And he's quite excited to meet Bond because he's like, yep. ah, right, you are my equal. You will, and he, you can almost see a disappointment in Scaramanga's eye when he starts talking about how he loves killing and Bond doesn't agree with him. He seems sort of mm. crestfallen, like, oh, you don't love this as much as I do. You know, I think mm. he was expecting more of a better conversation, basically. And I feel that the scene when they're at the kickboxing arena is him just sort of... In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Almost finally finding a mate, yeah, yeah, bond yeah. friend. Like, I, can, I, can sh- I can share this Damn. story with you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe, maybe I've read way too much into that scene, but I've always liked it from that point of view. Whereas he's he's almost excited to meet. Well, he is excited to meet Bond. Yeah, yeah. he's heard these stories about him. Is that like yeah. admira- that level of admiration as well? He says to him, "Like I feel I know you, but never thought we should really meet." Kind of. Yeah, it's like yeah, great line. You know, I, I, we're sort of cut from the same cloth, but, mm. or, you know, or will we, like two magnets, you know, will they, like, attract or repel, kind of, when they come close together? The dynamic between them, incredible. The, the setting does help as, as well, because I like I, quite, I like the fact that they're not facing each other, they're sort of side by yeah. side, but yeah. speaking to each other, which, which really works well. Obviously, them being in that kickboxing, the sort of point that you're making there, Stephen, about the, you know, the, the Austin Powers thing, and they're telling them the whole plot, and why aren't you killing them and everything. It's obviously not quite. I mean, he could kill him, but it's like it's not. When you're in that public, mm. public sort of setting, you can't just, you know, shoot him necessarily. So, I don't know. I Try telling that to Miss Anders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was wheeled in, I reckon. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I, I think it's, I think it's terrific. Yeah. Introduction well, of Scaramanga to Bond, and vice versa. I was going to say exactly the same thing in terms of it's so effective how they're both looking ahead and they can't really acknowledge each other that. 
that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, they could, they could do, but it, it it's to make them look, it, you know, I suppose fit in the setting, isn't it? But that what film does that remind? Another br- absolutely brilliant scene from a massively slated film. So a bit like this, where the villain is sort of revealing how he became a villain whilst watching oh, yeah. something. I know what you can. Hey expect. guys. So what's that, Chris? Snake eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's, Revenge uh, of the Sith. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith, yes. Oh. Yeah, brilliant. The, probably yeah. the best. Oh, brilliant, John. Oh, so no, good. What a night. Yeah. yeah. Um, that scene is yeah. terrific. And the opera thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Anakin oh, and Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Jedi don't. Not <laughs> from a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely shivers. Yeah, That's, but again, how do yeah. you how do you defend your position that this film is rubbish when you've got so many of these good mm. scenes? Honestly, mm. I don't. I'm not. Jedi, I'm not talking to you, John. You, you don't no. say it's rubbish. I just mean <laughs> people who dismiss it offhand, like, oh yeah, it's silly that one, isn't it? And what what I, what I think about this film is is that there are few incredibly good, solid, strong points to it, and I, uh, more my issue is the frustration of just doesn't sum up to the yeah. some of its mm-hmm. parts. But but I think just going off what you were saying, Stephen and Matt, about how this doesn't feel like the cliched Austin Powers introduction. I think Matt's spot on with regards to you I think you're right with Scaramanga in terms of he's he's almost flirting. He's like trying to find a, a mate. You've got you've got the busy setting, but you've also got the extra distraction of Roger trying to get the Solex as well. And you've yeah. got so much going on. You've got yeah. you've got um knickknack behind him. It's like at every single angle there is something different going on. And Roger Moore's and, shoes as well. And Roger Moore's shoes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a cracking scene. It's a brilliant, brilliant scene. Is there is there any part of any of you guys that wishes Roger was a bit friendlier with them because you know Christopher Lee's swiping left and Roger's just instantly swiping right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's right, by the way. I've never used those apps, so... No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can either, you're either. right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> this, 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 you know, he's such an equal that it does make you feel sad that, why can't they just be friends? You know, can imagine them, hand, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're very, you know, hanging out, eating nice food, having a drink, having a laugh, you know. It's just having a beach laugh. And thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it is. It's like just, and, and Bond is so dismissive. And obviously, yeah. Scaramanga's put, you know, trying to put on all the charm, and he's, you know, and he, like you say, he's just so, yeah. You just wish, I wish he was, and even later, say, at, yeah. the meal, it's just, can't you just be nice? It's, just, it's, it's such a shame, though. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Lee's been, you know, wanting to meet this assassin, yeah. but he, he catches him when he's in a stinker of a mood. Yeah, you know, <laughs> gets him in the film that he's in the real. Stinker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of, of course, but I do agree that you know, Scaramanga. It's sort of relishing the fact that you know, and and saying that they're cut from the, cut from the same cloth, which is true to a degree. But Bond is making the distinction, you know, that he's a gun for hire, basically Scaramanga, whereas he, yes, yeah, I'm um, not yeah he's a, he's a, he's a clearly a psychopath, but, you know. But a difficult we've thrown shot, a few, a few lines in there where maybe Bond asks him what's the longest range kill he'd done or something like. That. I know that sounds stupid, but yeah, you know no, I mean? no, that's, where that's it's good. a little bit how many killings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scaramanga is trying to impress him, isn't he? I always love it when Roger Moore is blunt and dismissive with nutcase villains and, and cannot be budged, cannot be moved, and doesn't give them an inch. And look, that's what I think Roger Moore does best. He, you know, he he has fun throughout the mission, but 
he doesn't give villains the time of day at all. Yeah, and nor, you, nor their their plans and plots. Would you file him with Orlov in the in that category? You know, mm. when he's, you know. Yeah, but of course, and, you know, Zorin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Stacey. He's a psychopath. Yeah. It's just incredible. What I was getting at is, is that one one thing we've talked about is Roger Moore's different performance in this film. And do you? Yes. I mean, I'm just I'm speculating. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> but do you wonder if it's some of it is deliberate to contrast the charming nature of Scaramanga? Oh right. I've, I've he... only just thought that in my. In no, you might be right. I believe he's one of the few villains up to this point. Is he that really the audience must be quite like him more than more than normal, perhaps? Does it go back to that thing we were saying? Um... <laughs> Earlier, <laughs> on the Henshin episode, <laughs> does it go back to the thing we were saying about Roger's reputation? As he has this reputation as being the jolly joker of the pack, but then when you think about the way that he treats villains, and he just doesn't really have any time for them. He's he's very quick to call them out as being psychopaths and monsters, and yeah. he won't really. It's easy to think of Roger from a distance as being the one that run just comes into the room with the villain and has a charming conversation with him. But not really. He he's oh. the bond that sorry, he needles them instantly. You know, he meets Max Zorin and he's straight in with a fly fishing. Um he's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. I was I just wasn't picturing Roger Moore in the uh, Skyfall scene, you know, where um Silver yeah. walks in, you know, unbuttons his shirt. Roger uh, Moore would uh, part of your thing is that they back, but they've both got thinks... they've both got hairless chests, so I can picture it that a bit <laughs> yeah. more. But, you know. I think third nipple's still there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he retreated from the bush wanted. outside the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably just ask him if he wanted a nightcap. You know, <laughs> he would. Yeah, he would. That's your nightcap. No, I'm just a bum. Yeah. Really, 007 is part of the Pod Dojo Network. Did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian Fleming regularly played golf together? Even like a few yeah. weeks before Ian Fleming died. Again, why? Well, it's very odd that it took this long to sort of get him cast. But before this, he, I, I, I mean, we could spend an episode. I've said this before on the guy's life is just extraordinary. Obviously, he was very t- six foot five. He applied for a scholarship at Eton. One of the people on the interview panel was M. R. James, the author. <laughs> How good is that? Yeah, he was then a fighter pilot in World War Two, <laughs> and it, he's always denied it, but in a sort of sort of yet I was, that he was in the SAS. The guy the guy is Bond again, or he's probably more impressive than Bond in many ways. Remember watching a cool story about him from his time in the Lord of the Rings films? Peter Jackson was, um, they were they were doing a scene where somebody got knifed or slashed with a sword or stabbed or something like that. And Peter Jackson's very hands-on director and was sort of figuring out the, the, whoosh, the noise of what <laughs> how it was going to sound. And uh, apparently... Christopher Lee just sort of turned to him and made a comment that it didn't sound proper, it didn't sound right. Peter Jackson was sort of saying, no, 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 Chris, that's how it sounded. And apparently Christopher Lee got a bit annoyed and said, I know how a stabbing sounds, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He obviously played Dracula. That was what he was most famous for before this film, in the Hammer Horror films. He's so iconic. And like I say, he's, you know, he was one of those... People who stayed on, you know, make continue to make these films because of the industry and and and, and that, and it just goes to show what a kind of honourable person he was. That you know, you don't really hear much any anyone say anything bad about him, which is difficult really when it comes to actors. Usually, someone's got yeah. Oh, he was he was awful. You know, he like was, seventy years as well. Or whatever, yeah, however long he was an actor. 
yeah, like doing like four, five, you know, even sometimes like like one year he did like six films, you know, tremendous <laughs> no, range. <laughs> but you know, and obviously he knew he knew what his he was a, a tremendous actor, but he also knew what he was what people wanted from him, which was he never escaped the Hammer Horror kind of that, that label. Which I, I think for him, it's like well, he continued to work and had lots of fun doing it and i suppose who can who can complain about that if you get to if you love your work and you get paid to do it fantastic but there's so many iconic performances over the years and 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 it's kind of i always think it's strange when you see him and he's not the bad guy you know because he's yeah. played the villain all the yeah. time so uh no he's just he's an he's just fantastic and he's such an, and, and the fact that he is such an interesting character in himself he isn't just this sort of empty vessels you know kind of actor uh like say his background you know the languages and he's just what he did over the years you know it's just it's just I say just tremendous love him do you like to have seen him as Bond I, was... I could I could I could see him I, obviously it would be different it's very different and I think that, I suppose it's nice to see Scaranga because he's sort of he is Bond like like if Bond had gone wrong yeah kind yeah. of thing Definitely. that's what what he's turned out to be um, like I say, the, the sociopath Bond, more of a sociopath than Bond. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think slightly yeah, different build to him. <laughs> I think you know, he looks great in a suit. He looks, he's you know, straight, tall, handsome, you know, and he and also he can act. There's a parallel universe where he is actually Bond, mm. and his yeah. voice, his voice oh, is yeah. amazing. Isn't it? Isn't it? It is. You do, you do know he um, at near the end of his life in the last ten years, he he actually got into death metal. He was like a death metal vocalist. <laughs> I'm not joking. There are albums. There are Christopher Lee. Simon Ewell will back me up on this. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's it can't be right. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So there's like albums where he's... I don't I mean, it's not not so much singing, but, you know, sort of like... <laughs> oh, and now, and that sort of... Like that, Vincent Price. Yeah, to, yeah that, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the slowest rapping we've ever heard. To the extreme wilderness of the north To subdue those whose hatred was great Against churches and priests of our Christian state River flowing red With the blood of four thousand men That I did Turned down iconic roles, Doctor Loomis in Halloween, oh. uh, Donald Pleasant, like another Bond villain, yeah, mm. Bond link, yeah, and this is got picture this one, Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. <laughs> 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 I, I, I think he might be able to do that. I'd love to see that. But Leslie was Nielsen was those... a serious actor until then, wasn't yeah. he? So you never yeah. yeah. totally it's supposed to be played fat. straight. Nearly all, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. Roles are played straight. Yeah, yeah exactly. But still. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen did well. He lost the role of Magneto to Ian McKellen, babyishly, so then got his own back, of course, with Count Dooku and then Saruman. I mean, they're just two of the biggest franchises, weren't they, in the world? Yeah. 
and then that's like right into his eighties and nineties. And, and this is um, but this is incredible. Again, he could go on with all these facts, but he's the only person on the production of the Lord of the Rings who met J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. It's just... Was he on the interview panel as well? Yeah, for, uh, yeah. he could have been. Yeah. <laughs> You have to have initials before you know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he said he always wanted to play Gandalf, but he accepted, obviously, he was too old by then. And, of course, Sean Connery turned it down, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, obviously, near the end again, Tim Burton was obsessed with him, wasn't he? I think he was in five of his films. Mm-hmm. He was in Hugo. Was in Martin yeah. Scorsese's yeah. Hugo, yeah. Good, good film. Good yeah. film, yeah. But, obviously, The Wicker Man, which we mentioned, it's just... What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Stephen? Given that it is from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, really like, <laughs> is it really uh, like that, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I am not refreshed. Uh, yeah, I really like the Wicker Man. The, the ending is, is, is one of those things that it's still terrifying no matter how many yeah. times you watch it. Just the minute he starts shouting out, Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. And he's oh, no. up that hill. Yeah. It's yeah. just horrifying. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the remake with Nicolas Cage and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not the bees. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite good the first half. <laughs> I didn't mind it too much. I think it was one of those films that got memed out of existence. So by the time I yeah, got exactly. to it, I'd, I'd seen all the pictures of him with the crazy faces and the bees, and it was hard to take seriously. How did he get burned? How did he get burned? How did he get burned? Yeah, yeah. There's the Wicked Tree as well, wasn't there? The, yeah, the sort right, yeah. Of sequel. Yeah, sequel. Me and Harry saw that. Yeah, very odd. <laughs> But he, he, yeah. he was meant to, I think he was meant to be reprising his role, but there's some reason, either scheduling or he couldn't He couldn't be in it very often. But then he said, no, no, I'll still be in it, even if it's like a couple of minutes, yeah, I'll still do a part. And the, the director gave him the part and said, oh, no, we can't call you the same character. But Christopher Lee refers to himself as the same character, Lord Summer Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so good as Lord Summer Island. He is, yeah. Unbelievable. Charming you know, again. Charm, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, he sings it now, of course, doesn't he? Oh, but terrifying. Their mates were she. <laughs> there was a tinker lived of late who walked the streets of Rye. He bore his pack upon his back. Patches and plugs did cry. Oh, I have brass within my bag. My hammer's full of metal. And as to skill, I welcome dogs. A maiden did this tinker meet And to him boldly say Oh sure my kettle hath much need If you will pass my way She took the tinker by the hand And led him to her door Says she my kettle I will show And you can clout it sure for patching and plugging is his delight. His work goes forward day and night. Famade, says he, your kettle's cracked. The cause is plainly told. There hath so many names been thrown. Mine own could not take hold. Sure, a large, large nail will hold if it was struck in so. For patching and plugging is his delight. 
Knighted and he got the BAFTA Fellowship shortly before he died. So he pretty much did it all. This is quite interesting as well because he was meant to be in the film Tommy. I've never seen that. Ken Russell, very famous British film. He was meant to be the role that went to Jack Nicholson, but he couldn't because he was filming Bangkok in this in this scene. Yeah. Oh, and he was uh, he reprised his role of Scaramanga in Goldeneye Rogue Agent thirty years really? later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy will That's do anything. Brilliant. Like you say, Chris, he's so he loves the industry, doesn't he? And he's yeah. always welcoming and helpful. It's so funny, like acting. What other profession where you're in the eighties <laughs> yeah. or nineties, you're still working? You know, like yeah, ninety-year-old plumber coming to do. Some, some <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Death metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go, yeah, going back to the scene. I mean, he's he's in a gorgeous safari suit again. They all are. Yeah. There's so many lines, we've mentioned a few of them, but like, a mistress cannot serve two masters. And then he reveals his backstory, which we've mentioned. His only friend was an elephant. I don't, do you think he knows that while all this is going on, Bond is getting the Solex? Really not sure. Is it because is it he's so fixated on himself and trying yeah. to make a friend and all that that he's... Mm. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, um, he's like Brent and Moore's <laughs> like Finchie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, I think it's bloody hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that must be the first time that connections. Have been- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bond and Scaramanga. Is Nick Who's Nick? Gareth Keenan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I discovered that I liked killing people even more. It's just it's such it's the acting is superb, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. See, and we get a nice shot, of course, of those gorgeous shoes that Roger Moore has on. He's trying to collect the <laughs> again, so upset, and you know, quite rightly. But even this is an example of him, he's so obsessed with like the mission and everything that you know, he's not properly <laughs> concentrating on what's you know, social yeah. aspects yeah. of what's going on. I know it's a bit different, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it sort of goes wrong it eventually, doesn't it? Good night. Is it how I'm trying to think, how do we get from her into the boot? What, what has to happen? She's trying to, yeah, so yeah. Oh, Steve. Uh, this, I wanted to ask you guys, this bit always confuses me. So she goes to break into the boot, fair enough. But Scaramanga knocks her into the boot without... I mean, how could he possibly know at that point she's got the Solex? And even if he does know, he doesn't check that it's in her bag. He just well, knocks she her in the boot. the vehicle? Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Pa- she, perhaps he was just responding to that. So it's only by chance when he get back gets back to the island. Like, can you just empty? Ah, there it is. Surprise! Yeah. He is. He is through the monitor, doesn't he? Because he's he's bugging. He hears the conversation that uh, Goodnight and Bond are having, and she goes, "I've got the Solex," and he's yeah. listening. Oh, that, yeah. so he, he does know <laughs> that it's there. But of course, he didn't know where it was. Because he knew that Miss Anders had stolen it, but he didn't know where it was at did that Nick point, did he? Did Nick not know where it was? He's been watching it, hasn't he? A midget. Yeah. <laughs> 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 not dubbed. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
Does it, I've just got a line here. I'm not quite sure who and when has said it. Women? Is yeah. it when hip, hip and Bond sort of realise that oh, she's... Oh, baby. Yeah, I've got it written and underlined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny line. No, no. There's a it's talking point. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's far worse stuff that's already been gone. <laughs> we get a bit of product placement at the start of the famous Bangkok car chase. We've got the the Hornet in the showroom. What what better place to <laughs> steal a car from the, the actual showroom to show that you can buy these these, these cars? It's like but he just, he just <clears throat> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Commando is like here because this is a yeah, pioneer. Sorry, film, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Which do you think is more of a coincidence that? JW was on the riverbank in the middle of nowhere, about to see about to see Bond in the canoe, whatever it was. Or the fact that he's in the car, even though you know, why would you be road testing or a vehicle in a different country, you know, on the other side of the road and possibly I don't know. And and it's brilliant. The world, Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Um, maybe he knew about Scaramanga's flying car and he was looking for one of those in the whole <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you can't possibly begin to explain it. Or... <laughs> you just go with it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Stephen said, didn't you? He? he was so popular at the time. I bet you when the audience saw that he was in the car, they were like, oh, what? This. <laughs> I mean, I would... <laughs> they would have laughed, wouldn't they? Yeah, were you suggesting a round of applause then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been an American audience. We, we've been yeah, to cinemas yeah. in America, yeah. and yeah, it's the kind of thing which should give you oh. get you applause easily. Certainly, sir. And he because he sort of pretends to be the the <laughs> the driver yeah. for the tester and bombs. It's brilliant. It's they just, really I have love good it. chemistry. The the two of them. Yeah, yeah and they, they do. Yeah. They yeah. really bounce off each other. Yeah, even though. They don't actually ever interact oh, yeah. in Live and Let Die. Well, he wouldn't know who it was, would he? Because Live and Let Die is just... What? No, he's a secret... You know, they're English, <laughs> yeah. from England, yeah. <laughs> J.W. Pepper knows about Bond, but not, Bond doesn't know about J.W. Pepper. No, no, no. Does, does, does he or... acknowledge him in, in this? Does he... Yeah, he goes, yeah. oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah. he saw oh, them no. like that in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's Day Machine Boy? <laughs> <laughs> now I know you. Because <laughs> I've seen Led. No, because I've. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It what is. is it this time, boy? Commies? Like, right, it's another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They were bad at least though at the time, weren't they? So. <laughs> is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't, John's face. John. If anyone, if anyone's been to Thailand though, this is the roads look much safer than they do normally. I yeah, they do. I was watching this car chase and I was thinking, like filming a car chase in Bangkok must be one of the most difficult. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did get about twenty stunt drivers, I think. So all the all the ones surrounding the cars are all stunt drivers, obviously. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's how they did it. Must have like yeah taken the road out completely, and <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Party heads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do. A, might do a vote on Twitter. Which would you like to refer to as more, a porty head or a slug head? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, so 
It, yeah, and then Bond in an American ex- an accent because he'd oh. be on the on the CV, whatever it is, to Good Night and yeah, yeah. It, it's it's headquarters. He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, like you'll think that. This... I know what. I, it explain it, to Good Night though, does it? Who yeah, I know what on earth is Bond trying to achieve by taking yeah, yeah. a mick out of him, isn't he? That, yeah. Just so that he can do that, you know, so that JW can then get on the yeah. thing and yeah. Great device. Well, it's just <laughs> comedy at this point. Yeah. There's like a he shot. Really, Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. He really, really goes for it, Clifton James. Yeah. I, I like, he, yeah. he really goes for it, like, God damn, I'll get a passenger. <laughs> he yeah, just does yeah. not hold anything back. And <laughs> he, he kind of goes past the point of irritating to funny again. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. He goes to the point where it's, it's later on in the chase where it's inaudible. You know when he's sort of leaning out of the car, berating that. Like, wave, I don't know if he's waving his hat in there. That, he's like, oh, it's like proper stun work from the guy. He's hanging out of this car, going, just incredible. The guy we're talking about, one of the, he must be one of the greatest cameo characters in the entire franchise for me. It's just so harsh, the guy. I like say yeah. used to fast rewind it hundreds of times watching yeah. James this yeah. bit. Just the guy's face. <laughs> and then he's so harsh, he goes on his, you know, on Crashes the car his turns around. Lips, yeah. Car upside down, yeah. <laughs> What, what well, they, they wouldn't think to do yeah what well, how like on that earth did that come about they'd be like oh these Thai people speak quite funny and like this guy's quite funny so uh, <laughs> is that is that what it is that what they came up well, with you know I presume he's just a normal person a bit like like in Octopussy the guy on the bicycle <laughs> I can't picture he's an actor is he yeah but they must have had to know, go in his I... car and do the stunt <laughs> yeah well yeah, yeah. Well, he ruined the car, his car yeah. Yeah, but, unless yeah. he was a stunt driver he might have been it cuts between Pepper yeah, and Bond yeah. and him a few yeah, times. It it's not like yeah, it's just yeah. one shot. You know, he's, he has a fairly substantial... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a bit more than blinking, you'll miss it, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. And it's the combination of his lines <laughs> while sort of agonisingly steering and peering. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's Bond doing? What's Pepper doing? And then all... Because I... His... his um, Reactions to everything, you know, the bad boiler and the and the yeah. <laughs> looking over his wheel is quite doesn't match what ends up happening to yeah. him. As in, yeah, like you say, he gets flipped <laughs> right like, over. Bad boy, boy, and then it gets much worse, and his reactions like, ah, oh, the bad boy love, like almost like, like, yeah, forget it. I don't know what I don't know whether anyone has ever translated this or is the subtitles would as if there would be for that, but <laughs> any time people who speak Thai. Yeah, can you, if you have any Thai <laughs> listeners, can you... Yeah, yeah. Probably put a number up. Yeah. 555 love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 555, bon love. Does it even say that, you know? <laughs> have you tried to write it in your notes? No, I know off by heart, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't get the score reintroduced. Yeah. Your favourite yeah. yeah. Superb, isn't it? It goes into the bomb theme when you see the bridge in the because di- it's like he drives past the bridge, doesn't he? And then does does reverse as he sees it because it's like 
I mean, obviously, you wouldn't do that. You'd keep driving me, but... Um, <laughs> just keep on driving. Keep on driving. The stunts in this AMC Hornet by a guy called Lauren Bumps Willett. They always have nicknames, though. He completed it on his first take. Yeah. <laughs> so he got he got 30,000 extra bonus. Just Surely there can only be one take. So <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. He yeah. drove a car... Spun it in the air. It spun in yeah. the air and landed like that. It, yeah. For real. It was designed on computers, wasn't it? Planned yeah, the first. Yeah, yeah. Before computers were invented. Yeah, but still, for goodness, what such I mean, George. Yeah. Greatest car stunt of all time. Yeah, it must be. It must be. They, they get it wrong and he's he's dead. Oh yeah. I think they just threw champagne, you know, ready for him on the other side and started party <laughs> I, for like, This is ridiculous and probably totally wrong, but in my head I muddle this the ramps in this up with the uh, ramps from I don't know from Earthquake you know how we're in Earthquake oh, there's, the, yeah. there's that, that the stunt driver yeah he's, Richard he's Rentry, those yeah. wooden ramps yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's so right, scary yeah. that. it's real yeah, yeah. 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 horrible another terrifying you know PG absolutely horrifying film <laughs> yes so some of the some of the, the lines here you know we've got the I sure am boy <laughs> You're now thinking. Yeah, I sure am, boy. Have you done this? Night of the Vi, actually. That's classic. <laughs> I've heard of an e- evil can evil. Yeah. <laughs> like matter of fact delivery. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like well, dubbed, isn't it? Dubbed over the. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what do I mean? What do <laughs> other people think of this this bit? I mean, I think it's definitely the stunt is thought of. You know, planned separate. Or actually, didn't know. Did they see? Maybe I'm, um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm sure, was it Harry Saltzman seen it somewhere? I think. Yeah, and it's worked into the. Yes, yeah. it's not like they saw that <laughs> that rickety bridge in a curl. And yeah, thought, oh, no, yeah, let's they, try and do it now. they had this stunt, didn't they? That they they'd <laughs> wanted to use it, and so they yeah, it's in mind, so it or something. Worked so in. Nobody else could use it in a film, but them. Is that right? Or. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. It's just we've done so many different episodes, I might be thinking about a different cast. <laughs> different franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It was in the Guinness Book of Records, though, was the first Astro Spiral Jump. So whatever that, presumably the corkscrew type. I think it's the, the editing that's... Yes. Yeah. You know, if it had been not well, edited yeah. in, in that way... But at the same time, if, if you'd seen it so fast, would you fully appreciate what it's... You know, what it's that's why it was done. That's why yeah. John Barry did the... The thing that everyone hates. Well, there's the, there's the slow motion and John Barry. There's two. It is slow motion, isn't it? Yeah. And the music. I feel sorry for the, the stunt performer. What do you say his name was, Tom? Bumps, Bumps Willard. Bumps. Yeah. <laughs> You're this, um, this stunt guy. You've just performed this amazing once-in-a-lifetime car stunt. You're, you're sitting at the premiere, black tuxedo, sitting watching all your friends. <laughs> so proud. You're so, you can't wait for everyone to see this moment that you've created on cinema. And then, I can't do the, yeah. I can't whistle to it. <laughs> Imagine how furious. Imagine how furious he must have been like, what? Who did that? Another shot of J.W. Pepper's well, legs in the air. Yes, yeah. It's brilliant. I'd be quite keen to pause the stunts and see if there's like a, a dummy of J.W. Pepper in there. 
the, the, the slide whistle is a. I know, you know, I've grown up watching this film and watching that stunt so many times, so it's sort of like, like it's hard to separate it. But it would be interesting to see what it what it's like without it. So when I was watching it this time, Rachel was sat at the table, so she wasn't <laughs> watching the film, but she could hear it in the background. So all she heard was this slide whistle, and she just wet herself laughing. <laughs> and she, was, she absolutely she went, "What on earth is that?" And I had to say to her, "You just need to come and sit down for a minute." Because you're laughing because you've heard this noise, but you just need to actually have a look at what it is. And she was just gobsmacked. She was like, well, what? On, why have you done that? And, I, and that is my thing with it. Is I think to myself, it is a phenomenal cast. And I, I can't think of one better. But I see it as one of Bond's biggest missed opportunities. I just think it's... I hate how the Bond theme starts where he just goes there and then it just cuts out and we have a slide whistle. This, If there is ever a moment that he's crying for a Bond theme to be playing, it's this. John Barry regrets it, doesn't he? <clears throat> oh, yeah. But I don't know, I don't know how much is his decision or is he told that yeah, he needs, to, he needs to, to sort of camp it up or I have no idea, I don't know. Do, do you think if young people watch that scene for the first time, they'll assume that it's CGI? Yeah, yeah, I or, think so. Or a model. Or a model. Yeah, like model. Yeah, yeah. I just because it, it. There's only one shot of it because they didn't. As in, as soon as you cut away, then people will say, "All right, well, this, they didn't do it all in one thing." Would they say yeah. that, wouldn't they? Because it, it'd be such. Can you imagine seeing it from the other view coming dead at you? I mean, that would be absolutely yeah. amazing as well, wouldn't it? Chris Penny, yeah. your thoughts on the on the car stunt? Uh, obviously, it's a fantastic stunt. It. <sighs> It probably doesn't bother me as much as it bothers John. <laughs> the uh, slide <laughs> whistle. Sorry, but I get no, but I get, I get it. It does, it does take away from it. But then it is a scene with JW Pepper, so I'm not <laughs> kind of after anything too dramatic. So yeah, and and again, it is at context. Watch this as a kid. You accept yeah. it, it for what it is, and every time I watch it, it it, it just, I just think, oh, this is the bit where he goes the the whistle bit. He goes the. <laughs> and I think that's that's it is what it is, you kind of thing. I think it's a yeah, the stunt is is, is amazing. And seeing JW Pepper being kind of like thrown around <laughs> somehow ends up like his head <laughs> kind of yeah, his like, ass in the air. It's like the biggest back of the vehicle ever. Just yeah. like a four by four. Yeah, rolling around yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his white um, tube socks. Think of that was in the studio, you know, like just someone filming like, the camera like rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in soft play, isn't he? Just rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think though, if it was normal speed and no music or a theme had carried on, do you think you'd appreciate how good a stunt it is? You need to add in the engine a bit more and like the, the crash of it landing and stuff like that. I think for people to sort mm. of think it was real. Yeah, I, don't know. I, 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 yeah, I take it. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 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 For what, yeah, for for what it is, I think it's it's yeah. I think um, no, that it's completely valid. You know, you could say, oh, you know, it'd be great to have the theme playing. It adds more kind of, it makes it much more dramatic. Makes it much more kind of like, like you say, kind of like you punch the air moment. Where it's like, oh wow, Bond is doing this fantastic uh, stunt. But let's like say in the context of the scene, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily kind of bother me. And I understand that you know whether it was Barry or not. 
it's not. It hasn't aged well. It's one of those things, isn't it? Because can you imagine a slide with us and Daniel Craig? Even <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he drops his trousers, he eats it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was missing. <laughs> Queuing up, see the film again and again and again. I think. <laughs> Someone was. There was another Twitter debate. Should they do a George Lucas with the next Blu-ray or whatever releases and sort of, oh, they should cut that noise out and they should change this and change that. Mm. I mean, I get sorry, I've opened another massive wormhole again. No, no, you lose that. No, I don't want that. Was that the one with them? Um, you only live twice, and it was the shots of the spaceships they were talking about removing. Is that the thread you're talking? Yeah, about? mate. Yeah, but you, you know, it's 1960s. Yeah. Honestly, you know, can you imagine yeah. if you put modern effects on that now. It's yeah, just pointless. Awful. And that would yeah, age would... more than. Yeah, the original yeah. facts. Yes. Absolutely. So we keep it. Good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just have and to then mute if... it next time. Just mute it for that. Like, yeah, mute yeah. it. Second, yeah. and then put it back on. <laughs> I think tomorrow I'm going to make up a video with the, the car with stuff without. with the oh, Bond music do it. over the top of it. Yeah, oh. do it. Yes, yes. That's a great shout. But which Bond theme, though? Because there's, there's many different ones. Well, the one that just comes before it is it's sort of classic Barry... Similar yeah. to the one using octopus, isn't it? It's like medium paced. Not the, you know, the the one when he's checking his room in from Rush of Love that, you know, we've been it's like, oh, what's going to happen? So you, you've just been treated to one of the greatest car stunts in the world ever, never mind in a Bond film. Mm-hmm. And then you've got an, another unbelievable car. It's the, the gift that keeps on giving this film, I tell you. What, the, the Scaramanga's car, you mean? Yeah. Flying away. Yeah. yeah. Don't it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a degree of reality to it, though, isn't there? In terms of... Yeah, it is. It's part real. <clears throat> yeah. So the, it was based on a real vehicle. But listen to this, so it's not funny, really. The guy who designed <laughs> the actual one was killed flying it. So. Oh, dear, man. <laughs> but... I don't mean it was done for the film. I mean, they saw that this could be done in yeah. the world. That's what I mean, yeah. So they built a new one for the purposes. <laughs> Again, obviously no DB5s in the Roger Moore area. This is a AMC Matador Brougham Coupe. And with the I've wings... I've never heard of him. Yeah. And I've never heard of him. <laughs> with the wings 30 foot long, 42 feet wide, goodness me, and 10 foot high. It's pretty tall, you know, when... If you think about it, because it's yeah. like an addition on top. So a stuntman drove, drove the car plane. So it's basically to put the wings on it. He drove that to runway. Obviously not in Thailand. This was in Dorset. Uh, it's filming. I'm so sorry again. So you could that couldn't fly that as it was. So they had a one meter long remote control model. Like, yeah, definitely yeah. a model. <laughs> yeah, that final shot where it just looks yeah. Yeah. kind of light and wobbles a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's some Sabutio crowd in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Endorse it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> but it's I love. I, I tell you what, I love. It's so satisfying the um, the shed or the hangar that it comes yeah. out. The, yeah. way the, the way the yeah. flaps make way yeah. for the wings, yeah, but the car beautiful. goes through the central yeah. part. Oh, it's lovely. lovely. Is Derek Meddings on the special effects on this film or not? John Steers, somebody called John right. Steers. The only reason I was saying that is because those flap barn things, very reminiscent of Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Very, yeah. very, very. Yeah, very they are, aren't they? Yeah. That kind of thing. And that's just why I was wondering if there was a, a kind of link there. It still looks good for the, for yeah, the age. Yeah, I, I like think it, it does. 
Definitely. I don't think you'd, you'd only see it because you're looking for it and you've seen it hundreds of times. I don't think the first time you saw it, you'd see, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a model. I'll, it's also helped because of the reaction of the, the police <laughs> watching it. It's just, that's what would happen, of course. Of course people would stare at it. Yeah, yeah. This and car then... starts flying, yeah. And then obviously J.W. Pepper. It's just genius, that line. It's brilliant. Genuinely speaking, I can remember as a child watching this and being so excited and inspired by a yeah. car with wings. Oh. And kind of, when you're playing with toys, you know, in, in, in your house, you know, little toy cars, the idea that... <laughs> it, 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 it Perhaps it's based in, in the, the idea of childhood toys, but as in... Because when children play with cars, don't they? All of a sudden, they take flight. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But this sort of brought that. This sort of brought that dream to reality. Where a car. Yeah. <laughs> where sure a car. What Fleming had in mind when uh, he, uh, he wrote the novel. It's because the they used to fly them when he was in the SAS. <laughs> <laughs> Time is six minutes. Six minutes. Check. The other, the other, um, it's in a similar vein to a, a, a Bond vehicle that also excited me as a kid. That's not as adventurous, but the, um, but quite odd in the film. In Diamonds Are Forever, the the, the motorbikes that are, they chase the moon buggy in with the sort of oh, the, the oh, wheels. Moon buggy ride. The, yeah, those <clears throat> those vehicles also really excited me as a kid. It's these two, the 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 ones from Diamonds Are Forever and this. This idea of a car with wings. I'm sure children watching it will have been gawping, definitely. Yeah, yeah those Go things from Downs of Forever look like something you'd end up on a stag weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Great, please. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Again, for John Barry. The flying car just feels a slightly, um, to me, the thing that stands out about it is it seems a slightly odd fit for the film when you stop and think about it because... <laughs> The film itself is a bit more. I know. I know. No Bond film is especially grounded or realistic, but the Man with the Golden Gun is a bit more realistic compared yeah. to most Bond films. It's a bit darker and a bit more. Again, <laughs> in inverted commas, a bit more realistic. If I hadn't seen them in years, and someone said to me, "Which film has the flying car in it?" I yeah. probably wouldn't guess <laughs> the Man with the Golden Gun. True. Yeah. Yeah. The every time. The only thing is that how I saw it is, I was kind of. Interested in the fact that this guy Scaramanga does have gadgets himself, mm. yeah, and yes. remembering that he's, he's he is wealthy, you know, the, the money he gets from his work, and then of course he's got this fun house. He, he it does seem like he spends oh, money in a bit of a yeah 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 exactly. Sorry, John. Would I be right in saying that Bond doesn't have any noticeable gadgets in this film? The nipple. The nipple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Terms of technology. Yeah. But is it is again? Is it this contrast between like mm. the, you know of this yeah. whole scaramangry thing again? I, I don't know. I'm just it's reversed, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It is like you're saying. It's strange. You know, there are moments where you think, oh, just and I don't know, like say that that makes Bond filmmakers aren't really good at restraint, but it seems like an odd. Right. Okay. Well, so you drive off, and then he's got this massive work, this massive shed. That has a plane that wings that then sit on the plane. Then the dashboard changes and all. And it's just like, why can't he just get into a plane? Because it's a runway. He doesn't make it any quicker, does it? (laughs) Slower, if anything. And like you say, he's to make it fantastical. Which is like now it's a flying plane. Could have just got into a plane. 
And which he must yeah, do, because, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. It, he lives it, in an island, so he needs it's to the <laughs> yeah. It's the constant contradiction in tone and choices to the entire series that is also incredibly infuriating, but very enthralling. You know, you think, oh, wow, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. And as a kid, yeah. that's what you want. It's like yeah. you go... You know, that, yeah, this back, back then it was still kind of, you know, you're trying to make films, not kids' films, but you were aiming to make a film for the family. So what what, what can we do to, that, that kids would love or even just you know, like young people? You know, oh, wow. And like you were saying, and vehicles especially for, for, for youngsters is, is, is always exciting. So let's just slap some wings on a plane and he goes and flies <laughs> off. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> but then, we did say, though, for... The new films, they need to be a bit more like Mission Impossible films, based not the plot, but a lot of the beats around huge stunts. So with this, like I've said, they, they had this, they'd seen this car, they'd seen, you know, the, the guy who did the stunts for the other car, and they're like, well, how can we get them into the yeah. plot? So there is merit in doing it, if you can. It's just there's no way of putting these in realistically, is there, I suppose? Maybe the car yeah. one would be slightly more realistic. Not when you've reversed and gone down and said, yeah, let's do that. It'd have to be driving and run out of track somehow and then do the flip mm. like that. Yeah, if you I can imagine that, that, write, that writing the, as, a, as the, one of the writers, it's, it is really, it is hard work because you can imagine it could be Broccoli turning up saying, flying car. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. This in. <laughs> right, he's seen a flight, he saw something in a magazine with a flying car. How are we going to get this in? Bomb car. I thought, well, maybe you could. I can imagine it being constant or just being thrown this all mm. the time. And I think that's what also has kind of ages it, but also made it so popular is because it was very much of its time. Isn't it? It's like, well, this is really popular at the moment. So let's somehow shoehorn this in and sometimes it, those elements work better than others you know and even if it is a kind of um, you know a, a something practical like a set or or a vehicle or it's a kind of you know a theme like you know whether it's black exploitation kung fu films you know and star wars like I say <laughs> or the, the, how the how they're actually done you could argue that's like living that die is a bit more successful at doing that than say moonraker is at kind of dealing with space and the kind of that that sci-fi you know star wars kind of popularity at the time but then again they're all so different isn't it and that's what makes them fun yeah. is being able to go back and go bombs in space <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't manage to get to space in this car would he though you know? <laughs> crisp shot so crisp again of the <laughs> good night opening the boots and they're like yeah <sighs> yeah like, the sound design is amazing yeah, it's very crisp. And plus, it's only again, it's one of those scenes. It's like you just really, you, you, yes, it's fantastic, and you get to see a flying car. But really, the most satisfying bit is the next scene with um, being incredibly annoyed <laughs> <laughs> and Q getting it in the oh, ear. Oh, it's yeah. worth it for that. Join us for part five of our "The Man with the Golden Gun" review, where Bond lands on Scaramanga's Island facing him in the most iconic duel of the James Bond series. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.